Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a great day. Small request, if after listening to or watching the video, you find you enjoyed it or learned something, do me a favor, smash that like button and subscribe to the channel. Now, let's dig in. Tomorrow morning on Friday, the Suffolk County Police are holding a press conference about the Rex Hewerman case. Some people are speculating that they may be announcing charges for the fourth Gilgo Beach victim, Maureen Brainerd Barnes. I thought I'd do a little recap of her case and what we know about her disappearance. Maureen had traveled to Manhattan from Norwich, Connecticut, which is where she lived. She went with a friend that weekend. They had gone there to make some money working as escorts, but when they found out that they were banned from placing ads on Craigslist, they decided to hire a photographer and get some glamour shots of themselves. So Maureen and her friend got these photos, they got all dolled up, and then they went down to Times Square and they walked around looking fabulous and possibly making connections, I'm not sure. Maureen had a job as a telemarketer, but according to her friend who worked with her, the money wasn't enough, and Maureen needed money that weekend to pay her rent. She needed to keep a roof over her head and her two children's heads, and she was also involved in a custody battle with her ex, so she was under a lot of financial pressure that weekend. Partway through the weekend, her friend decided to go home early. Maureen decided to stay behind because she wanted to make more money. She also spoke to her sister at some point when she was getting ready to leave Manhattan. But then on July 6th of 2007, which was the weekend, Maureen's phone was contacted by a burner phone, which I'm assuming was registered to one Rex Hewerman, allegedly. So again, that first call came in on July 6th, and then between July 6th and July 9th, there were 16 interactions between this burner phone and Brainerd Barnes' cell phone. The last cell site location for Marine's phone was on July 9th at 11.56 p.m., so four minutes before midnight, in Midtown Manhattan, near the 59th Street Bridge. After that, there was no activity on Maureen's phone until July 12th, when someone picked up that phone and dialed into her voicemail to check messages. That someone was, allegedly, Hewerman. Now, the 59th Street Bridge is a 14-minute ride by car or taxi to Penn Station. The question is, did Maureen agree to get on a train to travel to Massapequa Park, Long Island? Was she lured there by the promise of a lot of money? Or was Hewerman, allegedly, near Penn Station? And did he somehow intercept her and get her on a train to Long Island? Or did he have a car? And did he drive her to Long Island? Somehow, she ended up 
in Long Island. It would be three long years before Maureen's sister, Melissa Can, who was looking for her tirelessly that entire time, would get news that remains were found in December of 2010 along Gilgo Beach that belonged to her sister, Maureen. That's when Melissa knew Maureen was never coming back. Melissa would have to wait another 13 years and counting, because we don't know for sure what the press conference tomorrow is for, but it is believed that the authorities will likely announce that Rex Huerman is being charged with first-degree murder and second-degree murder for the death of Maureen Brainerd Barnes. I'm speculating, but a lot of people are speculating that that's the reason for the press conference. If he is charged with her death, that would have been Hewerman's first, at least that we know of, crime. Remember, Maureen disappeared in 2007. Melissa Bartholomew disappeared in 2009. Megan Waterman disappeared in 2010. And Amber Costello also disappeared in 2010. And they are the Gilgo Four. And just to clarify, I was reading the bail document that has a lot of the evidence listed in it, and it said that three of the four Gilgo Beach victims were wrapped in burlap, so one of them was not wrapped in burlap. And I'm thinking that is probably Maureen Brainerd Barnes. Also, she was bound with belts, three belts, one around her head, one around her chest, and one around her ankles slash feet slash legs. In my previous video, I mentioned that the other three victims were bound with a transparent or white duct tape. So while Maureen disappeared on July 9th of 2007, someone picked her phone up. We think it's probably allegedly Hewerman to check her voicemails. Three days later, on July 12th. So it's hard to say when exactly Maureen lost her life. Did he have her with him somehow for three days? And when he finally committed the final crime, taking her life, is that when he picked up her phone and checked her voicemails? We'll have to wait to see if we get a trial and if Hewerman is indeed charged with Brainerd Barnes' death and see what the prosecutors lay out in terms of how all of this went down. That is all for tonight. I will see you tomorrow. I hope you have a great evening. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories. To the sweet souls who gave me super chats today, thank you so very much. It is so appreciated.